If you were able to walk into a room confident that you would be well-received, seen, heard, and appreciated by others, and all it took was a few changes in how you navigate your everyday relationships, would you be willing to make those changes? It is possible to be both fully authentic and to experience the best relationships of your life. Now, here is the host of Navigating Complicated Relationships with behavior expert, Michaela Gaffin-Stone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Navigating Complicated Relationships. I'm your host, Michaela Gaffin-Stone, and I am here today with Nicole Banks, who is a life coach. I'm referring to her as Midlife Thrive Maven, because I kind of like the word maven. <laughs> and I'm just going to get into the show notes before I introduce Nicole fully or even have Nicole introduce herself. I think that might be more fun. So do you wonder why your relationships become complicated? There's a theme. Just when you thought you were on the right track, have you ever felt that your relationships reflect how you feel about yourself in some way? Hmm. Hint, that was a spoiler. If you haven't considered where your role and responsibility lies in your relationships, now might be the perfect time for you to explore the possibilities. I'm here today with Nicole Banks, as I mentioned, life coach and midlife thrive maven. And together we're going to discuss such questions as why is it crucial for individuals to establish a positive relationship with themselves before seeking meaningful connections with others rather than after or even through? How many people try and build the relationship and, you know, get the self-confidence and the, the self-appreciation through that relationship? There'll be more. There's a lot more in this conversation to come. So right now, I would love for you, Nicole, to tell us a bit about you and how you got into what you do. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Michaela. I am thrilled to be here. Um, I am a life coach. And how I became a life coach is I became the coach that I needed when I was 40. Um, I just really found myself, um, everybody's throwing the word stuck around in life today, but it really was just me being on this hamster wheel of life that I could not get off of. And it wasn't until, again, we're going to have this conversation that I put myself first in my relationships, um, that I was able to truly, truly connect with everybody else around me. So it brought out clarity. It brought out positivity. It removed all the toxic and um, I am thrilled and honored to work with women that um, were like me. They just could not seem to move the needle forward or back. They literally just were treading water. So um, a little bit more about me is I recently moved from Washington State to Arizona. So going from the Pacific Northwest rain and dark cloudy sky to the Arizona sun is fabulous and I love it. I'm also a grandmother. I have one grandson who's three and a half years old who lives in the desert as well. And that's mainly the pole from, <laughs> from Washington to relocate. So yeah, I just enjoy mother nature. And I have a little puppy that's a one-year-old. Um, uh, she's a mini Australian shepherd and lots of, lots of golf, lots of happy hours and just living life. Very cool. And I have to say, if you're listening to this and not watching, Nicole does not look like anybody's idea of a grandmother. However, <laughs> I have it on her authority that this is a, this is the fact. So we'll we'll just take that. 
<laughs> Forever 39. <laughs> in, in your experience, Nicole, why would you say it's crucial for individuals to establish that positive relationship, as I mentioned in the introduction, before, I think that's really key, before they seek a meaningful, lasting connection with other people? Why would you say that's so important? Well, I feel like people are robbing themselves of true happiness. If they are not connected with themselves first and bring in that positivity. Now, listen, I feel like some people are like, oh, you're so positive, Polly. You don't have to be positive all the time. You don't have to be positive all the time. But if you can take something negative, for an example, it was a bad morning, didn't make it a bad day right? Or a bad traffic, didn't make it a bad afternoon, right? Just right. spinning it just a little bit, you really will see life differently. And if you put yourself first in that relationship and have that positive relationship with you, it is the ripple effect. And you know, I'm addicted to the ripple effect because then it just overflows into any relationship you really are bringing on into your life, right? Whether that's with a partner, a neighbor, a coworker. I mean, it just really is a ripple effect that it starts with you before you can do anything else. Definitely. I, I, you know, I'm so on board with that. It's something I say in human design all the time to people is look, if your cup is full of no, or in this case, and a, you know, a poor relationship with yourself, you have no room for yes. You can't build on a cup full of no, you, you really have to get yourself sorted first. So I'm 100% with you on that one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the so, women I work with, the women I work with, they usually come in serving everyone else. And listen, right. as a life coach, that's exactly what I do. I serve other people. And that's what I love to do. I love to give. But reality is, is that if I don't tend to my own needs first, like my morning routine, my meditation, my, you know, personal development, whatever that looks like. If I don't tend to myself first, then my game is not on and I'm not really helping or serving anyone else. Right. So I feel like, um, you know, the women I help come in with that hamster wheel mentality. And as soon as we remove them and put them in front of the mirror, like literally take them off the hamster wheel and make them stand still in front of the mirror and just look at themselves and say, what do I like or love about myself? And yeah, usually and this taking time, taking some time for yourself. You, you just reminded me of a client that I worked with who I worked with them with the child's benefit to start off with. And when we'd got the child in a good space and everything was going well, the mom literally looked at me one day and said, you know, I have all this time now and I realize I'm a mess. Like, what can I do? Do you help people with weight loss? You know, like she was looking for how do I look after me now? But it was yeah. the look of surprise on her face that really landed with me that she she just hadn't realized she'd forgotten herself, like completely forgotten to look after her. And, and she didn't know what to do now. I mean, yeah. that's wow. That's quite yeah. the thing. And, you know, again, what we do is we look at the mirror and typically our mind goes to, oh, I've got gray roots. Oh, look at my crow's feet. Do you see that I need to whiten my teeth? Oh, what's going on with my flabby arms? We literally will go down from head to toe and nitpick of the outer appearance 
And realistically speaking, when we talk about being positive to ourselves, it really just starts in the mindset, right? So you get an opportunity to really look at yourself in the mirror. All of that on the outside really can be healed or modified, right? In the right direction to positivity, positivity if you start with the mindset first. Yeah, and, and that leads us very nicely to self-perception because self-perception really impacts the dynamics of your relationship with families, friends, and romantic partners. So what, what would you say about that in your experience for yourself or with your clients, either way, or both? Yeah, I think we do a lot of comparison. I, I think this is twofold. I think we we do a lot of comparison, you know, in society, whether we see it on social media or we are uh, seeing it on TV, right? Or maybe in our neighborhood or maybe our PTAs or whatever, whatever, right? Our, our network or social gatherings. We do a lot of comparison. I don't look like that at that age. Um, wow. I mean, you even mentioned in the beginning, she doesn't look like the grandmother, right? But I will be 55 in June. <laughs> You did. Good call. But but what I'm but what I'm saying is is that you know I'm going to be 55 in June and I feel like I'm forever 39. You know, Um, I've got some wrinkles and some rolls that you know I'm sure everybody else can relate with. But the point being is just that when we think of our self perspective, we have to go back to where did it start. And, you know, sometimes that's generational. I'm a Gen Xer. You know, I, you, you and I've had this conversation before where, you know, I had to come to my own conclusion that maybe this is how I apply my makeup, or maybe this is how I, uh, you know, my manners should be, or my presence should be. Um, But I also think of too, that when we look at, when we look at ourselves in the mirror, right? We are nitpicking. We're doing that. So how do you overcome that? Or how do you look past that? Again, it starts with challenging our thoughts. And sometimes it could be just, you know, I I posted something the other day on my social media that I'm a big fan of the yet club, right? So, uh, you know, hashtag yet club. And basically I am working on myself right? Or I may not be as thin as I want to be yet, or I may not be as flexible as I want to be yet, right? Because I'm a work in progress. And again, if I don't take care of myself first, then I'm not able to serve my clients. But one of the things that we do, the very first thing is self-awareness. We have to realize what our self-negative talk sounds like, or just our self-talk sounds like. Sometimes it's negative, sometimes it's not. The second thing is, is being able to challenge those thoughts. And I think that's where the difficulty lies with a lot of people. Especially when it's unconscious, like my comment in the beginning, I'm just looking at you and thinking, but you look amazing. And, you know, and so that's all I have to work with, to be fair, is is what I can see right now. Yeah, of course. Um, But I mean, we've had conversations before and that's been a lot of fun and a lot of conversation about Gen X and, all the issues that come with that raising yourself kind of thing. And I think that is a big part of the clients that either of us work with is they're they're still winging it. You know, we're we're really winging it and self-awareness and and self-perception and those kind of things really depend on who you hung out with 
and to a degree sort of how much work you've done on yourself since and what your sources were, you know, that's all very hit and miss for us. And that's, that's a, a rich place to work with because there's a lot of room, right? Right. <laughs> there's a lot of things that we can do. So right. do you and have it- some strategies that you could share that, uh, or exercises for individuals to use where yeah, they absolutely. can enhance their self-awareness? Yeah, and absolutely. Even build a positive self-relationship, which would be, you know, hey, hashtag Gen X goals. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I I always do the awareness. So what we do is um, the first thing we do is we listen to our self-talk because one of the things we do is it's white noise because we've heard it over and over and over again. So just for an example, someone wants to lose weight and they say, oh, I should try this. No, I've tried so many things. I'm just going to be fat for the rest of my life. And it doesn't even have to be that. It literally could be, wow, I'm just going to be unhealthy for the rest of my life, right? Or I'm just going to be a big girl for the rest of my life. But again, it's the self-awareness, being able to listen to what you're really saying to yourself. So I always advise the awareness. I'm not asking you in the first week or two to change anything. I just want you to listen to how often you say these things to you, these negative things to you. Um, One of the other things that we always listen for is the word sorry. Mm. How many times we say sorry, as opposed to saying, Thank you for your patience if you're running late or yes. thank you for your kindness or, you know, using the words thank you in replace of the word sorry is so empowering and people will really notice. They're like, wow, that was, oh, you're what makes it makes all the difference to how somebody responds to you, doesn't it? I, I have just finished working with a client who would start everything she said with sorry and and there'd be this long preamble as to why she was sorry about things and I'm like no 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 let's not let's not let's turn that around and so she would have to do a text and then erase it and do another one but she said oh suddenly people were a lot more patient with me and I'm like oh that's the beginning you know we have a lot to do with this one but she said sorry so many times I would need a clicker to keep up. It was absolutely it was amazing. So the first tip I have is true awareness, just being aware of your self-talk. That is fantastic. And I'm gonna hold you right there because we have a break coming up already. It's it's going so fast. Like I hope we get through everything we want to say. I you are listening to Navigating Complicated Relationships with me, Michaela Gaffinstone, and Nicole Banks, life coach and midlife thrive maven. Don't go away. Do make some notes as you go along. And when we come back, Nicole will tell you how you can get a hold of her, how you can find her, and then we'll get back into some more questions. All right, don't go away. What if your relationships could be a source of delight instead of a source of struggle? In a world where human interactions are anything but straightforward, tuning in to Navigating Complicated Relationships with behavior expert Michaela Gaffin-Stone will offer you insights, tools, and a whole new level of understanding for you to use right now. Listen for Navigating Complicated Relationships with Michaela Gaffin-Stone, Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? 
Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspire Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Navigating Complicated Relationships with Michaela Gaffin Stone. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Mickey at gaffinstone.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm so glad you're still here. You are listening to me, Michaela Gaffin-Stone, and my website is gaffinstone.com. Go check it out. Get your human design chart done there if you haven't done it already. And if you haven't, where have you been? Come on, get in there. I have all sorts of new things coming up. But today, we're all about Nicole Banks, and she is going to tell you where and how you can find her. And this podcast is all about why you want to do that. So, Nicole. Well, you can go to my website as well. Um, it's NicoleBanks.com. Of course, I'm spelling my name with an H. So it's Nicole, N-I-C-H-O-L-E, Banks with an S, dot com. Um, I also have something that you can um, download complimentary, and that's Five Steps to Clarity in Life and or Career for Women Over 40. More than happy to share those amazing tips for you if you feel that you are a little muddled and decision-making. That's amazing. And I love those kind of tools because it can just help you to get a little focus. Sometimes, particularly if you're just discovering that you have all this negative self-talk and you haven't really been aware of it, you're just in it, then it can be, you know, the first step is like, well, what do I do with this? What, what, where's my clarity? All right. Yes. So those kind of tools are fabulous to have. Yeah. So were you going to go on to some more strategies or exercises? Because we only got time for one before the break. And I want to hear the rest. Let's okay. go. So the first one is self-awareness. It's just really taking the time to really be able to listen to your self-talk. Okay. So we've kind of covered that. All right. And I'm not asking yeah. you to fix it or change it or tweak it. Just be aware of it. Right. The next do thing. You, which, go ahead. Do you use journaling for that? So, um, so that leads me into the next thing. Okay. <laughs> so the next strategy is to journal it, right? So how often you're saying, I'm sorry, how often you're talking down to yourself, how often you have self-doubt and being able to journal. Now, one of the things that I know for sure is a lot of people don't like to journal. Oh, I don't want to write. It cramps my hand. I don't have time, whatever, whatever. However, you need to find a way to express so I say journaling, AKA expressing, right? Whether that's voice notes, whether everybody's walking around with a smartphone these days, everybody's got a notepad, right? And there are no excuses for not to be able, if you can text, you can journal, all right? Let me say that. But I also I like use, that. yeah, that's I also use voice notes. So I've listened to myself record, you know, my thought, and then I'll go through a thought process, but. The reality is, is to let it out and then glance at it, 
to be, again, aware. And then what you're going to do is you're going to challenge them. Challenge those negative thoughts. Where did I hear that? And if it was from mm. someone in your past, like an ex-husband, a narcissist neighbor, whatever, a relative, an in-law, whatever the case may be, a gym teacher, I don't care. I mean, there's just a million people that can tell you negative things and they stick with you, right? So the idea would be is to challenge that. What I'm saying is this, the challenge has to be, what is this source to me today? Oh, say that when, one more again. That's the so challenge. Good. When you're challenging a self-negative thought, the challenge has to be, what is this source to me today? Mic drop. So if you are still listening to the voice of your ex-husband, still listening to the voice of, um, you know, your grandmother, you have to ask yourself, what are they to me today? Because realistically speaking, the next thing would be, the next phase would be is forgiveness. And I am going to put it towards us. I want to forgive myself, my inner child, my younger self, my younger adult for being naive, for not being able to, I always have a voice, but not being able to raise my voice to say, wow, I need help. Wow, that was rude of you to say, um, I have a boundary. Here's what it looks like. So self-forgiveness right. for ourselves first, and then being able to just not dwell on it, but just being able to say, I can forgive my ex-husband for being so rude or, or challenging in my life. Um, it's not something you would actually call them on or do anything. But one of the tips that I use with my clients is to write the letter to that person and let it all out. Because I always use the analogy of someone carrying this extra weight. And it's wow. like carrying, let's put this visually. It's like carrying 20 pounds of potatoes on each shoulder, one on the right, one on the left. Okay. And then all of a sudden we open up the bag. When we open up the bag, I say the opening of the bag of potatoes is awareness. So that's the first stop right? We open up the bag. That's the awareness. That's the self-talk. That's I'm challenging it. And then as we continue to let go of a potato, our weight gets lighter and lighter and our bodies, I mean, literally physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, if need be, are lifted higher. You're walking around going, wow, why do I feel so good? <laughs> right. I love that. And I think it, Along with, to keep with the, the potato metaphor, you know, yeah. if you can actually look at that potato as you're letting it go and say, well, hey, that wasn't actually a heavy load I had to carry. It's just a potato and you put it down. You know, if it's, if you're looking at things that people have said and done that caused you pain as a child and, and you took it to mean something about you, there's sometimes it's possible to look at that situation, not from a case of, you know, oh, how awful was that? And look what you did and look what you said, but more, wow, where were they coming from that that was the best they could offer? You know, yes. because sometimes that shift in perspective, you can make the person you're thinking of a little more human and a little less monster. And that helps in the putting down. It's It doesn't alter that things were said and things were done. It just alters your connection to it. Like, I, yeah, it wasn't about me, actually. It was their problem. I'm putting I it totally down agree. and that's you know that's awesome 
I totally agree. I have a client that I'm working with right now and um, we work through some forgiveness and um, her story is simply this, that she has an older sister that was nine years older than her that had a mental breakdown when, when my client was eight years old. And the older sister that had the mental breakdown was in the mental hospital for almost four months. And my client had to forgive not only herself for not being able to say, hey, I'm actually scared to go to this clinic every night to visit my sister. I'm uneasy, right? But also her parents. And the reason for being is because you really think about it and we put that in there. Her perspective is my parents should have coddled me and said, hey, it's going to be okay. But what they actually were doing in the time is the best that they knew how. Right. Because they, you know, they have their lens. And I, I firmly believe that people don't wake up in the morning and say, you know what, I'm going to do some really bad things today and I'm going to make some bad decisions. Right. You know, I, I have to go with that, that people right. don't start that way. So right. the assumption then is that's the best they could do for whatever reason from the space they were in. And if, I think if you can give people that grace and just say, you know, okay, wow, that must have been a thing. It, again, it's not discounting anything that happened. It's just lessening that connection. It's not feeding the connection. So you can put that sack of potatoes down and just say, hey, you know, potato. You're a I'm, potato. I'm, not, uh, I'm making soup I'm out of you that. now. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm and just I think, not going to carry I, you anymore. Yeah. And I think that's that's truly just the blessing in disguise when we really think about it, because a lot of times, again, human design, human nature is, no, I'm really uncomfortable in doing things that make me uncomfortable or no, I I really don't want to address that because that brought a lot of dark in my life or no, I don't really want to do this because what if it happens again? The fear, right? We have right. we have the fear of these up and coming or these these fears of um, that you're going to hurt again. And again, you know, you can slice a potato so many different ways and get so many different things out of it. But, you know, the opportunity is to lighten your load. Why carry it at our age, right? At our age, our generation, there's no need to continue to carry this weight, right? If you want nice. to feel lighter in life, start opening your bags of potatoes and releasing them one at a time. I know Makaya, your work is amazing. I know I work with amazing clients and I have a network of coaches that I work with. And one of the things that we do as life coaches is, you know, it's not about the inspiration for others. It's really holding people accountable for the discipline that it takes to continue to address the potatoes. <laughs> I don't know why we're using that. I like this potato thing. I'm going to run with this. Yeah, this is good fun. I'm going to have a baked potato for lunch. <laughs> I think we should celebrate every time we eat a potato, actually. Let's just throw that out there. Stop Campbell in the top. Or anyway, I could go down a rabbit hole with that one. But right, right. I think um, I think just seeing it for what it is, putting it down and just saying, you know what? I don't have to be connected to this anymore. That's because right. one, one of the things I like to bring up is, you know, I'm a sciencey type. So the reticular activating system in the brain, which is the thing that gives you more of what you focus on. Yeah. So basically, if you focus on all the terrible things and how awful it was and, and what how you felt, and da, 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 you're just doing it again. Why would you keep beating yourself up? That person is, is not doing it now. We, we yeah. have to assume they're not doing it now anyway. And if they are, we need a conversation about that too. Yeah. But 
you know, it's it's really the, there can be some unique challenges, I think, for people and how they deal with that is um well, sometimes you need help, right? Sometimes you need a coach that's gonna just sort of say, All right, let's try these things and see how they land for you. And you know, it's yeah. that back and forth. A lot of people don't really know what a coach is for, but the coach is the person who can fill in the gaps and can help you find your place instead of what other people have told you it is. Mm-hmm. And, and that's so key as a life coach. I mean, you find that all the time, right? Yeah. I always say I'm, I'm I, I do bridge work. <laughs> and they're like, right? bridge work? what do you mean? Well, I'm the bridge that takes you from where you are today to where you really want to be, because we always think of our future life. Like, what would that look like? And there's a lot of people that don't know what they want, right? It's that clarity. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, because again, what are they doing? They're serving others besides serving themselves first. And again, that bringing it back to the relationship, you have to have that amazing relationship with you before any anything else can happen. And also awareness, because I do find that when you're looking at the other side of the bridge and where do you want to be, where do you want to go, that can be an awareness exercise that takes a while to do when somebody hasn't really thought about it because they didn't yeah. think they had any options. That's and right. that's, you know, that's a whole thing other thing right and sometimes it's like that the bar that they aim for is so low that you're like well yeah but that's like stepping into the kiddie pool where would you like to go swim you know like what do you what do you want to go do really this mm-hmm. is you're aiming low and and they don't even know that it's low because they they've been looking down so long they, they don't know how to look up and i think that's one of the richest rewards that i get is actually seeing them raise their bar, level themselves up. I always make them paint their picture, right? It's their canvas. It's their form, whatever whatever they want to use, right? Whether it's acrylics or charcoal or, you know, finger paint, it doesn't matter. They get to paint. No one's telling you there's lines. No one's telling right. you that you have to use certain colors. Use as bold or as neutral or or muted as you want. I mean, it's your thing. And sometimes the picture continues to change as we continue to work because they're leveling themselves up. And, you know, sometimes it's beautiful. Sometimes just coloring outside the lines can be pretty wild, right? (laughs) We love that. I I had a client that that was actually an exercise, but that is for another day. We have another break. Holy smokes. It's gone so fast. So you are listening to Inspired Choices Network and this is Navigating Complicated Relationships with your host, Michaela Gaffin-Stone. And today I have Nicole Banks, who is running with some awesome stories. She's giving you tips. She's got freebies for you on her website. Like, holy smokes, I hope you've got a pen, paper, computer, whatever. If you can text, you can journal. So stick around and make sure you're taking notes. Don't go away. What if your relationships could be a source of delight instead of a source of struggle? In a world where human interactions are anything but straightforward, tuning in to Navigating Complicated Relationships with behavior expert Michaela Gaffin-Stone will offer you insights, tools, and a whole new level of understanding for you to use right now. Listen for Navigating Complicated Relationships with Michaela Gaffin-Stone, Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Navigating Complicated Relationships with Michaela Gaffin-Stone. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Mickey at GaffinStone.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Here we are on the Inspired Choices Network, and this is Navigating Complicated Relationships. Today, we're all about the number one mistake that people make in their relationships. And I did ask on a few posts before this show even started, what, what do you think it might be? You know, I'm I'm very much into communication and people not making assumptions. And I think sometimes we assume things are going to go a certain way or we assume we know what the other person's thinking. And that's a pretty, you know, you're standing at the top of a very deep slide when you start off that way. But that, that's what I came up with. But I really want to know what Nicole thinks. Well, I do believe that the number one mistake people make in relationships is not having the one with themselves. Seriously. Okay. I yeah. mean, if again, if you and I are in a relationship and I'm not true to myself, then I'm showing a false front, right? And I'm pretending to be happy. I'm pretending to be caring and kind. But inside, I could be hurting and saddened and all the things. And eventually, right, eventually my fault front, there's going to be cracks in it and they're going to bleed out. It's going to be so it's just not. I think that's why we have so many divorces. I think that's why we have so much family turmoil is we don't accept people for authentically them because they're not showing us authentically them. I think that is crucial. I mean, if you just imagine how awful you would feel knowing that the person you were in a relationship with was actually pretending to be who you thought they were or how you thought they were. I mean, that's, wow, that, that does a number on both of you that way. It takes a toll on everyone. And yeah. I think also... Sometimes if you don't have a particularly good role model or, you know, a good background to look at, hello, Gen Xers, everybody <laughs> there, um, then it can be difficult to know what you're looking at. And if the person you're in a relationship with or you're entering into a relationship with, if they're hiding bits of them because they're not happy about it or they think they know what you want, so they're going to give you that then you, you doomed like it's not it can't work because it's not built on anything you're reading incorrectly and they're showing incorrectly and it's just where are you you know yeah. wow it's how it's do you so help people with that yeah I think it's so interesting too because we really treat we really show people how to treat us we teach yes. people how to treat us so when how we is. look at the relationships with ourselves right? 
like, for example, I have a client right now that doesn't trust herself. And I'm like, well, can you elaborate on that? She goes, well, I always start something and I never finish it. So why would I trust anyone else? And I'm thinking, well, applaud you because you are aware of that. You know that that's coming into the relationship, right? That you have trust issues. And how do you build trust when trust has been broken? It's actions and words have to align. They have to align. If I say I'm going to show up Tuesday at five o'clock, I better be there Tuesday at five o'clock. But it's not just that. The second step to building trust is those actions and alignment have to be consistent. They have to be continued. You can't just show up Tuesday in February and then miss all the other Tuesdays, right? You have to consistently be that. That sets a beautiful foundation for trust. But what's interesting is we have such high expectations of receiving trust from other people, new boyfriends, new or spouses or partners or coworkers. But if we don't trust ourselves, to stay committed to what we've agreed upon, then why do we have high expectations of trust in someone else? So again, it's all about self. And that's the number one mistake that we make in relationships. Get right with you and right. watch your window of opportunity for the women out there that are like, oh, I've been divorced. I mean, I'm twice divorced, right? Um, for the women out there that are looking for a partner, that brings joy and fun and adventure and romance and, you know, just great chemistry and dialogue and um, security and all the things you have to ask yourself, are you bringing those to you first? Because right. that right person out there is doing exactly what you're doing. And then all of a sudden you have two people that are sulking because they're not being authentic to themselves and, you know, I mean, we've all done it. We've all gone, oh, I love Thai food. Yes, that sounds great because you want the date and then you're at Thai food and you have, you know, vomit and diarrhea happening the next 24 hours because you're allergic to Thai food, right? But we said, yes, we love Thai food because that's what they want. We think they want to hear. So the idea, again, be self-aware of what you want and who you are authentically and I guarantee you, when you start changing the narrative in your mindset, right? If you really start hanging around positive people, the conversations are completely different. They really are. And I think with the mindset identity, like who, who do you identify as? You know, because if somebody identifies as a runner, for example, mm -hmm. then it doesn't matter if it's rain or shine, they're going to get up and go running because that's what runners do. If they right. identify as somebody that, doesn't like running but wants to run for exercise then first sign of gray clouds and they're not going to go out at all so that authenticity you know the clarity on who you are and how you show up is also I think part of the trust building in knowing that you can trust yourself because this is what I do yeah. and I, you know it, there's so much work to do in this area hanging out with positive people absolutely i mean yeah. if they feed if your people if your environment are feeding you a whole lot of negative let's look at everything that's miserable then that's what you're going to see because that reticular activating system is just going to go all in and say oh you want miserable i'll show you miserable yeah. <laughs> you know and yeah. you'll get all the things for that absolutely that, uh, you really wanted them or not. 
Yeah. It, and I find that, you know, you know, someone's asked me before, it's like, well, how do I change this narrative life that I live? How do I change the narrative of negativity? I'm like, the first thing I would recommend is, again, awareness, right? What are you looking at? Who are you hanging around? Um, I recently did an episode on toxic people and what that looks like. If you have to ask yourself this question, when I am with Mr. So-and-so, how do I feel around that person? How do I feel around him? Am I walking on eggshells? Am I nervous that he's gonna, you know, uh, you know, not ask me out again? Am I someone uncomfortable in my own skin around him or them? It doesn't matter. It can be a guy, it could be a woman, it could be anybody, right? If they make you uncomfortable, you're gonna wanna reevaluate that relationship. If you are excited to see them, they're excited to see you, you can laugh at each other, you can laugh at yourself, you are authentic, right? Thank you so much for your patience. I got caught in traffic, right? Those are the things that they're going to be accept and they're going, no worries, I actually was caught in traffic on my other end too, right? They're, they're listening and being appreciative that you showed up, doesn't matter, as long as you're safe, we're good. Let's have a good time now. Instead of, where were you? You know you made me wait for 10 minutes. I mean, realistically speaking, you yourself are showing him how to treat you. So if right. you don't use your voice, we all have a voice. There's so many people that say, oh, I just needed to find my voice. No, you just sometimes need to use it. We all have a voice. I just encourage you to use it, right? Right. And I, th I think sometimes that's exactly what you just said. I have to find my voice or you know, I, I don't have a voice, that kind of approach is a procrastination. It's like, it's an excuse to not step up and take that brave action. Because if you've already almost kept yourself small or, you know, you're used to dysfunctional relationships, Yeah. again, hygiene exes, but if you're used <laughs> to dysfunctional relationships, then, you know, it, it's scary to step out of that and try something you don't know. Human beings are scared of the unknown. That's what we yes, do. And I, and I, yes, and I, and I, and I drive that point home because realistically, again, remember, we just talked about that. When you're working with someone and they come to you vulnerable and broken and unsure and they just don't have the confidence, right? My clients are confidence builders. I build them up where they rock their world, right? They literally are just going, this is a whole new life for me. But they level up their life in using imagination that they've never experienced before. They've never experienced this before. It's like, wow, I didn't realize someone has can actually be nice to me or use manners. Or they actually paid for the date. They, they bought the dinner. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they actually took me to a sit down with menus instead of reading a reader board. It's like, wait, you were going on fast food dates? <laughs> like, how does this work, right? So the idea behind it, though, is understanding that if you've never experienced it, they don't know. Right. They don't know. It's like I grew up as a Jehovah Witness and I never experienced the holidays. So I never knew that. December 25th was Christmas and I opened up presents. I always come back school break with a new sweater or something and I just kind of fit in. But never, ever did I discuss that I didn't open Christmas presents on Christmas Day because I was a Jehovah's Witness. I never knew what that was bringing or about, right? 
And so healing from all of those wounds, but you just never know. You don't know until you know. And right. overcoming the fear and the uncertainty is a beautiful opportunity. If you want to level up your life, I'm telling you, grab on to a life coach and run with them. <laughs> right? You, you behold your life rafts right here. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I've never referred to myself as a life raft before, but okay. Well, let's <laughs> put that out there. Why not? Um, I, I think the potatoes kind of sent my mind spinning on some interesting directions there. I am very visual. So, you know. Yeah, because again, the, I'm going to throw that out there because I think the potatoes are just so heavy. You know what I mean? And you'd be really walking around 20 pounds on each shoulder, not just on your back, but on each shoulder. And if you look at how many potatoes, I mean, there's so many things that we can go through and, and do that. But um, I, I love the potato analogy. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm having fun with it too. And I also really like the, if you can text, you can journal. I am yeah. so going to use that. I give you a heads yeah. up right now. Yeah. We have another break. Holy okay. smokes. So this is your opportunity not to go away. Grab another pen because you might have run out of one or keep texting, whatever you got to do. And stay tuned to Navigating Complicated Relationships with me, your host, Michaela Gaffin-Stone and Nicole Banks, life coach and midlife thrive maven. Do not go away. We'll be back. What if your relationships could be a source of delight instead of a source of struggle? In a world where human interactions are anything but straightforward, tuning in to Navigating Complicated Relationships with behavior expert Michaela Gaffin-Stone will offer you insights, tools, and a whole new level of understanding for you to use right now. Listen for Navigating Complicated Relationships with Michaela Gaffin-Stone, Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Navigating Complicated Relationships with Michaela Gaffin-Stone. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Mickey at GaffinStone.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Michaela Gaffin-Stone, and I do love to get emails from people. If you have questions, comments, feedback on the podcast, feedback on the topics, any of those things, then do email me at mickey at gaffinstone.com. That's Mickey with two Ks and an I. And you'll find, I'm not the mouse. <laughs> and you'll find me very responsive. I love to answer. And Nicole, can people get you by email or do you prefer social media? What's your preference? Yeah, they can email me as well. And it's simply Nicole Banks N co at gmail.com nicole banks and co at gmail.com more than happy to address any uh, questions comments and or concerns don't forget i do spell my name with an h <laughs> yeah absolutely so i'm looking for some more tips because i know people tune into the podcast looking for tips and ideas things they can try so what would you say would be your top Mm, well, you've already given us a bunch of tips. What are your next three tips? How about that? Okay, here we go. So the next one I really feel is so important and anybody can do it. So I have adult ADHD. So my attention span is very limited. So one of the things that I do every single morning is personal development. Now, before you roll your eyes, I want to express what personal development is. Personal I love development. personal development. Let me just say, I am all about personal development. So you go for it. 
So personal development in my, my genre or my book or my theory is simply this, anything that improves you. What does that mean? That can mean 10 minutes of, um, you know, bringing in something that inspires you, motivates you. So for myself, I enjoy listening to podcasts. Of course, you guys can listen to mine, NicoleBanks.com, the Nicole Banks podcast. I went to my website and I met my podcast. Um, But one of the things I do is I set my alarm. I set my smartphone 10 minutes. I'll either listen to a podcast or open up a self-development book. But some people go, oh, I don't really want to do all that, 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 the naysayers, right? All you have to do is start, start with something that you enjoy. So I have a client right now that literally is learning the guitar using free YouTube videos. It gives them an opportunity to just slow down, develop a mindset of learning, being able to accept learning right? Being able to bring in something that they wanted to do and actually starts building their confidence. They're learning songs. They're actually using their voice and starting to sing now. <laughs> so I, I just want to jump in on this yeah. tip and point out, I mean, you said it, but I want to underline that what you're saying is anything that helps you to move forward, to grow in some way. But here's the key. It can be fun. Right. Like you can choose something that is fun. It's it's not the case of you got to sit cross-legged and and do um for 10 minutes. Like that's right. I studied um meditation in Asia and wow, that's not what it's about. That's that's not how it works. So if you think if, if you're listening to this show and you're thinking, well, that's so boring to do this, this personal development, you know, I don't need to find myself, I know who I am and all that stuff. Okay, cool. But listen to what Nicole just said about learning guitar first thing in the morning. I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> how, how cool is that? You're having fun and it helps you focus and it yeah. starts your day off right. So I yep. just wanted to really underline that because I think that's that's so key. It can yeah. be fun. And it really can be anything. Again, the idea behind personal development is consistency. So finding, you know, knocking out the time, putting it in your um, your planner, making that make sense. Right. Um, so personal development, I have, I have clients that have learned belly dancing, uh, learning how to decorate cakes. Um, I have clients that are just bringing in any kind of growth mindset. It really is an opportunity to them to look back and go, wow, you want a birthday cake? You got it. I got you. Right. I mean, my client right now is doing a dinosaur for a four-year-old for Christmas. Oh, I love that. (laughs) He was born on Christmas as well, but that's his, what's a dinosaur cake. So it's super cute. But the next step I feel like is to really just have an opportunity to just slow your roll and plan, plan your week. We run around constantly, right? We are like on a speed track. It just constantly is going. But if we do not plan our our personal growth, right? Our personal development, our workouts, our journaling, whatever it is, then it doesn't get done. So it's not just planning it, but actually working your plan. So if you feel like you're lost, stop and do a brain dump. So every night, whether it's a mental brain dump, a physical brain dump, a voice brain dump, again, if you can text, you can brain dump and just drop all the things that are racing through your mind and put it down. And then I look and glance at it and circle the three 
priorities. What are the top three priorities of this brain dump? Okay. Um, then with that, then I throw it and implement it into my planner. I just feel like, again, there's times where if we're not taking care of ourselves, because we have all these other things on our, on our planner, right? Then it, it's only a hindrance to us. The other thing you have to remember, and I'm just going to show this really, really quick. Here it comes, right? Okay, because we're running out of time, which is why I just kind of went, oh, I saw okay, the time. Okay. Really, Holy smokes. Really, really quick. Is that you matter. You count. You're worth it. All the things that you need to say, but make it an appointment like you're being charged. Make your self-appointment, your self-development appointment like you're being charged. You wouldn't miss you wouldn't miss your appointment if you were being charged five hundred dollars. You could say you could start saving some money that way. There's some potential there for that. Absolutely. I, I have to jump in and just say, you know, next week's episode. I got a couple of things to put out here. Next yeah, week's episode is leadership by design, and I'm looking at human design and how your leadership shows up within human design. This is a, a new offering that I do too in coaching. Is for the individual, their personal leadership design. And I am having so much fun with this thing. I should have started it ages ago, but I've, <laughs> I've got it running now. So that's really cool. And you brought up something that if people are still listening right at the end of the show, then you're about to learn something about me that you probably don't know. I used to do belly dancing and I did a public performance and I had a rare old time with it. And the thing with belly dancing is you cannot be miserable and belly dance. You cannot worry and belly dance. They are incompatible. You can't move your body that way if your mind is in a negative space. So if you haven't tried belly dancing and you'd like to, I don't care what size, shape, age, or anything else you are, or gender for that matter, right. get out there and try some belly dancing. It is really good fun. And so Nicole, we have videos. we have like this much time. What would your final tip be or what would you like to leave the listeners with? I truly feel that all the listeners need to know, do not feel guilty for putting yourself first. This is guiltless. This is guilt-free. You deserve the life that you have always dreamed of. You are so worth the, the life that you've dreamed of. Stop dreaming. Let's start living it. Dare to begin. Absolutely. And tell them once more where they can get you before we run out of time. Okay. Uh, NicoleBanks.com, uh, um, the Nicole Banks podcast. And of course, social media is Miss Nicole Banks. And I spell my name with an H. <laughs> Absolutely. And don't forget to go to the website because there are some goodies there. I will see everybody next week. Thank you for listening week. to the Navigating Complicated in. Relationship Show. Makayla returns Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, remember every relationship is a journey. And with the right tools, you can create stronger, more fulfilling connections.